In this episode of the Flophouse, we discuss Jumper, the heartwarming true tale of the inventor of the jumper cable. Flophouse. Uh, my name's Dan McCoy. Uh, my name is Stuart Wellington. And I'm Matt Coff. Yeah, we, Matt Coff is joining us as our special guest. Elliot Kalen, regular co-host Elliot Kalen, was going to be here, and then his cruel overlords at The Daily Show had him stay late to do something uh, probably much more important than a poorly listened to Flophouse. I doubt it. As, as much as I like to burn Elliot uh, for being a wimp. Shouldn't you make it sound like we had intended Matt to be here to make him feel better? Oh, yeah. Um, Matt. Wait, what? I was yeah. like, who's a totally sweet guest we can get? And I thought, my uh, my friend Matt Koth. Yeah, I figured that's why you only told me uh, an hour in advance. Yeah, let's, 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> let's be totally upfront here. Um, Matt was good enough to come by and sub in for Elliot halfway through the movie, literally. He showed up. Almost precisely at the halfway point. Which is 40 minutes, I think, right? No, well, 50 this, minutes. This film was a trim, um, without credits, 83 minutes long. Okay. So he got here at 42 minutes in? Around, he actually got in here later than that. Jesus. So he saw less uh, than half of the film. How do you feel about that, Matt? Uh, well, from what I saw, I feel pretty good. <laughs> yeah? Because I imagine that movie was not good in its entire form. Hmm. That's, what the, that's what the conclusion, the denouement. Yeah, yeah. It's all, well, believe, sure. I'll, yeah, I'll just say that you know, I, I saw it and I was like, I don't need to see the rest of this movie. Yeah. You're not going to go back and write I'm it. not going to jump back sure. to the beginning. <laughs> Snap. Hey. Pardon me. Because the film that we watched. You can do that. Was Jumper? Oh, we didn't even say the name of the movie. Yet. No, we totally didn't. I thought we missed something. <laughs> um, oh, it's a movie you may recall, starring Hayden Christensen, Flophouse favorite Hayden Christensen. Yeah, he was in Awake, wasn't he? He was in Awake. He played a guy who was awake, even though he's being surgeryed on. <laughs> surgeryed on, sure. He was also <laughs> really good in the Star Wars prequels. I'm not familiar with those films. Okay, we'll talk about them uh, after the good after stuff. the podcast. He was also in Shattered Glass. Yeah. You he know was what? actually kind of good in He that was good though. in Shattered Glass, but I think that the point, the reason he was good in Shattered Glass is he was playing an irritating character, a character you were supposed to find painful and disturbing. Mm. And uh, here, you're supposed to be thinking that he's sort of the hero, yeah. but he's still got that weird Hayden Christensen mouth. That strange, like, weird overbite smile of his that makes you feel uncomfortable. His character is pretty irritating in the movie, though. Yeah, well, why don't you explain mm -hmm. a little bit about that, Stuart? Well, I mean, the movie kicks off with uh, Hayden Christensen. You know, that's not necessarily the best way to start off a movie is a shot <laughs> of Hayden Christensen. But he's standing on top of the, the head of the Sphinx, which I swear somebody would have seen him. Like, <laughs> I would imagine there's people looking at the Sphinx most like of the Sphinx time. Sphinx maintenance workers. Maintenance workers or, I don't know, maybe a tourist. Yeah. Um, and they would have seen some jack-off walking around on top. 
uh, on on the head of the Sphinx, and he's like, "Hey, today I hung out on the Sphinx and watched a basketball game from the front row and did a bunch of other really cool shit." Yeah, uh, and he's don't like, you wish you were me? Yeah, basically, <laughs> sons of bitches out there, he's the like, audience. But you know, once I w- it wasn't always like this. Once I was a chump like you. It's like, wait a minute, I'm a chump because I don't have magic powers. Uh, as <laughs> the movie later really find out that like this that? character has. It's like a person come up and introduce themselves to you. I remember when I was a loser, like you are. Why don't I tell you my story for two hours? <laughs> yep. Then I realized I was from the planet Krypton, and your son <laughs> makes me a Superman. Well, let me tell you about it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, they do try and humanize him a little bit towards the beginning of the movie. His mom has left. His dad is um, Henry, Port- Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. You know, uh, he doesn't seem to have a very good life. And his, his mom's gone, right? There's, it's almost as if there's no trace of her. Yeah, she is mm. untraceable. Maybe <laughs> because she's played by Diane Lane, star of previous Flophouse film. Untraceable, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Zing. I, I think you guys are being unfaithful to the context <laughs> of the situation. Oh man, I don't remember any other Diane Lane movies. I think that uh. if I were in Hollywood land, <laughs> I wouldn't have <laughs> greenlit this film Jumper. Alright, that's all I can do. So with all this, <laughs> so the backstory we're providing right now, yeah. Matt, you didn't really get to see it, so... Yeah. Is this coming as a, as a surprise, as a shock? I game? actually, with that intro description, I, I feel like you're just trying to like prank me i don't believe that's actually how it started well how do you like to imagine that it began you know uh maybe hayden christensen was buying some nikes (laughs) and uh he just fell into a magic well and that's how he got his powers (laughs) nice a magic well in the what a nike outlet uh no 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 he he went outside uh yeah he's in peoria and he's like i gotta test these things out and then he falls into a well. I don't really know. You guys are really putting well, me like, on the spot were they here. Cross, cross country Nikes or like basketball ones. They're cross training. So you they know, still make you can... sneakers with the pump, the pump thing with the I little. I don't know. I don't think those were Nikes though, right? Those were those were Reeboks. Mm. Pump. Yeah. Uh, Reebok pump. I don't think it really matters. I don't think it really matters. That matters in relation to Yeah, sure. So. So he's able to jump around and steal shit and basically teleport a lot, right? Um, is, that's pretty powerful. That's a, that's a really powerful ability. Well, I said to you watching the movie, like the one thing, one of the the things the movie gets gets right is it gives you a feeling of how powerful that ability is. Because one it, of many things it gets right. I, <laughs> I you know I read uh, X Men comics. Okay. And I never, when reading X Men comics, was like, you know what? If I was any character. I would be Nightcrawler. Or Leela Cheney. Less, <laughs> less popular. You gotta explain Leela Cheney to the... The intergalactic teleporter slash rock star from, uh, okay. from the X-Men comics. She's, a, she's an intergalactic rock star. Sounds I might cool. have wanted to be a hot intergalactic teleporting rock star. I would have. Not necessarily a blue weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> but With a tail. This movie sort of shows you that, holy shit, the ability to just instantaneously go wherever you want... Mm-hmm. Is pretty much one of the more powerful abilities you can have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but again, that sort of works against the movie. I mean, we watched uh, the film Next a while back, and that was a movie about a guy who always knew 
what was going to happen next. <laughs> and that sort of removed the suspense of the film. Yeah. And likewise, if there's a guy who can basically just, I don't know, jump out of danger whenever he feels like it, again... And he's attacking guys who are attacking him with, like, batons and other, like, relatively slow-moving projectile weapons. Like, they're not shooting him with a gun, for instance. Well, like, he, if he'll see it coming and just teleport away, right? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the bad guys, because without the bad guys, it's just a movie about a guy who can teleport and go surfing. Like, he's just like, ah, I'm bored with what I'm doing right now. Where is there? Where are there awesome waves? Oh, Fiji. I can jump there. I would have liked to it's see that movie, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you missed just, that part. Yeah, no, I would have liked to the see the entire movie. movie. Just like, yeah, let me just do this now. I just want to see... just enjoying himself? Yeah. You know, because if that movie was 83 minutes, maybe it wouldn't have been such a disaster, you know? You like to see people having fun. Yeah, I just kind of... What's with all this conflict? You know <laughs> what I mean? That's what I think. It's kind of like a Michigan. It's, it's kind of like an eighty-three. <laughs> word, right? It's like an eighty-three-minute long episode of Entourage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just good things happening to people, right? Yeah, that's so impossible. Well, the thing is, like this guy, we're supposed to sympathize with him, I suppose, because he had a bad childhood. But as soon as he learns that he can jump, immediately he applies his skills to, I would say, being a supervillain. Like, yeah, he goes in thing, sure. yeah. and he, he steals from a bunch of banks. That's pretty much what it, and And we see a shot of him watching Katrina victims uh, being flooded out of their homes and like on top of their, uh, their roofs. And uh, the person on the TV is like, oh, it would take a miracle to rescue those people now. And he's like, <sighs> and goes off and, I don't know, makes himself a grilled cheese sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. He, jump, he jumps to his favorite location of Johnny Rockets and gets a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, and some chicken kickers. <laughs> yeah. So, only in his favorite place, which is in uh, Cleveland. Oh. I just I guess Cleveland. They make really good chicken kickers in Cleveland. Yeah. Mm, it's true. Yeah, like, one thing that I was wondering throughout the movie is, like, he doesn't even walk that many places. Like, he jumps from location to location. To location. I was wondering, like, wouldn't wouldn't he get end up getting fatter? Yeah. Because he's not really doing that. Like, he surfs. But other than that, he just goes around and jumps everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. mean, like, I as a normal human, you know, like, I... So you're I'm clarifying a, that you're not a jumper. Yeah, I'm not okay. a jumper, everyone. Sure. So any paladins in the audience, please don't try and kill me. But also, I don't have a particularly, like, lazy lifestyle, I don't think. I'm not, I'm not particularly active, but I'm not lazy. i got a normal lifestyle... But I also I go to the gym every um, lunch hour at work. Mm-hmm. And yet still, I've got a little, like, beer belly. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cut. Yeah, Where, sure. Where, like, Hayden Christensen... Um, well, I mean, don't, you know, don't sell yourself short, Dan. Well, I appreciate yeah. it. I'm Quite the looker. <laughs> Thank you, both of you. Oh, oh, this is really nice. I shave you guys over more it's often. It's a nice shirt yeah. you're wearing, Dan. So, but yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there there could have been a whole bunch of downtime that they, like, shot initially. And they're like, ah, we have all these shots of him, like, at the gym and stuff. <laughs> uh, we probably don't need to put this in the movie. It's kind of like padding yeah, at this point. Yeah, Hayden Christensen, like, has a little notebook. He's like, for every jump, I've got to do 20 minutes on the treadmill. Uh, or I think more believably is that the act of jumping 
somehow allows him to burn up calories and or exercise his muscles. Like, I bet it's strenuous on the muscles. Mm. Yeah, well, on your core muscles, specifically. Yeah. Right. Like you gotta tense, you gotta tense up. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know, I, I haven't jumped before. <laughs> let's speed ahead, though, to, like, when... I feel like we're leaving Matt out, so let's, let's oh, jump. That's a, I'm let's jump this. ahead. Whoa. <laughs> oh, to yeah. a later point in the film. When um, a shitload of bad guys show up, yeah, and start attacking. Well, they call them bad guys. Okay, but they... what do you think? Do you think they were bad guys? I man? was rooting for them. Yeah, okay. I was. I was against. I don't know. I just assumed they were overprivileged. You know the who is the it? Jumpers. Yeah, Hayden Christensen and Billy Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> other just jumper number two. I, I think that was his actual name in the script. Yeah, <laughs> played by Jamie Bell. Best known as Billy Elliot from the um, the, the movie of the same name. Mm-hmm. The titular role. I remember him being so lovable when I saw Billy Elliot. Now I just, now he's... What was that movie about? Like a kid who gets hit by lightning or something? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> then really he can dance. The piano? <laughs> he becomes a vaudeville star <laughs> after being hit by lightning. I, I love this movie that you're constructing. <laughs> it's like this hybrid of, of powder and shine and Billy Elliot. <laughs> so Billy Elliot and uh, and Hayden Christensen are jumping around. They're being they're basically snobs, right? Yeah, and Sam Samuel L. Jackson with white hair. And by the way, I really have to argue with this like trend in films like of just you know, we're gonna there's gonna be a bad guy, our main bad guy. We're gonna give him a hair color that is completely anathema to like what his normal hair color would be. So like they've got Sam Jackson with like albino white hair. Yeah. And like that's supposed to indicate that he is one bad comic book villain style dude. That's okay. really it. I, I was I noticed strange. that. Isn't his That's name like only... Gideon or something? No, his name is like Gideon Claw. No, na- <laughs> <laughs> you're you're imagining it as much more awesome than it was. The thing was, his name was super nerdy. His name was Roland. That's pretty nerdy. Roland. Sam Jackson. Imagine Sam Jackson playing a character named Roland. <laughs> I'm already asleep. <laughs> I'm chuckling uh, in my brain. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he has like a team of guys that all have like electric batons. What are they called, Stuart? They're called paladins, I think. Huh. Oh, it's because they're evil and related to the church, right? Yeah. Ooh, well, this is a thing that I mentioned. They, uh, Billy Elliot is explaining who the paladins are, sure. and and basically what he says is like they're like religious lunatics. They were the people behind the Crusades and the Inquisition, <laughs> and it felt like such bullshit. Screenplay shorthand to me. We're not going to actually establish the villains by showing them doing anything villainous. We're just going to be like, um, there's a historical thing in the past that was bad. These dudes were behind that. (laughs) Because otherwise, like, I'm just like, you know what? Hayden Christensen's going around robbing a bunch of banks. I don't know if I object to Samuel L. Jackson coming in and stopping him from doing that. Yeah, it's like saying something like, uh, I don't know, like, Hey, remember Genghis Khan? Well, these guys used to go out and hang out with him and give him high fives and stuff. <laughs> they totally supported him. They totally agreed with his his ideas on raping. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that's the thing. Yeah, it's like that bullshit of like making just making stuff up, like total movie shorthand. Mm. It's like giving a guy white hair, and you're like, oh, he's got to be the bad guy. <laughs> oh. 
They have so, electric batons. I, I keep bringing that they up. They do but. have electric batons. What do those electric batons do? Uh, they sh- I think they shock the jumper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it hard yeah. for him to that jump. That was a great them. Peter Gabriel song, Shock the Jumper. <laughs> nice. I remember that one. Uh, they also shoot out like whips or something, I think. Mm. I might have missed that part, though. That's well, fun. you know what? Here's what's something I want to say. The, the, the paladins can follow the jumper. Like They've got like a limited window of time where they can follow the jumper through the like the rip that they make in the space-time continuum, which is called like a jump scar, which led to my favorite line of like unintentionally sexual dialogue. Uh, one of the characters said, I came through your jump scar. I just came across your jump scar. <laughs> yeah. Seems a little seems a little risque. Yeah. Okay. I came across a girl's jump scar once. Uh. <laughs> I just did that I just did that to get the shocked look on Matt's face, which you can't get across in a podcast is the problem. Yeah. So now I seem like the dick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh Matt, you came in halfway Maybe two thirds of the way into the movie. Yeah. With that in mind, like, did it hold together? Did the last like third hold together? Were you like, I totally understand what what's happening? Are you or like, I gotta go home and rent this movie immediately. I gotta put it on the top of my Netflix queue. It was somewhere between those two. I don't have to go and rent this movie, but I don't really know what's going on. I got that they were jumping through time, or not, not time, space. That time is space time. Time is Back to the Future. All right, so, okay. You're thinking of time after time. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking of Stanley and Iris with uh, Robert De Niro and, was it Glenn <laughs> You're Close? thinking of Mad Dog and Glory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mother <laughs> Jugs and Speed. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of Uptown Saturday Night. I might be thinking of Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. <laughs> but um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> But you understood that they're jumping around. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I pretty much I got it, and that that was it. There was really nothing else to get. There was a whole lot of jumping going on. Yeah, it's basically there was just one idea, and nothing was added to it for the forty minutes that I saw. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing about the movie. Like the movie actually, I gotta say, it, it spends a little time like setting up the plot, mm-hmm. and then it does absolutely nothing with it. We've totally neglected to mention. The love interest thus far. Yeah, she's in the OC, right? Yeah, Rachel Bilson, uh, Summer Roberts of the OC. Yeah, she's pretty skinny. Yeah, skinny, mm-hmm. and she's got really big eyes. Yeah, I, I really had a problem with that. Yeah, but I thought it really distracting. Yeah. Betty yeah. Boop eyes. Yeah, put some glasses on. <laughs> yeah, miniaturizing glasses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, really. Just shrink them. But the the thing is, like, she was supposed to be. The adult version of the character that the main character had a crush on in high school. And this is something that really bothers me in movies. Because I understand why they do it. I understand, like, from a screenplay perspective, the idea of, like, well, okay, this is the the main character's one true love. And mm-hmm. we're going to set it up. And as a true kid... True love begins in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as a kid, like, we're going to see how it progresses. But in fucking real life, no high school relationship... Does or should survives in that way. You've totally alienated every single one of our <laughs> <Wow>. listeners. <laughs> Be- because our listenership is made up of fourteen-year-old girls, predominantly <laughs> high school sweethearts and fourteen-year-old girls. Yeah, wow. I hate to break it to you, all fourteen-year-old girls who are listening to this podcast. Don't say but it, Dan. The man that you are in love with now is not the man. 
that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Unless he's a jumper. Yeah. Hey. So cross your fingers. That's, that's the fucking caveat. That's in the <laughs> that's in the contract. It's in the rules. No, but it really it actually does bother me because I, I like I said I understand story wise why it's done, but it creates this whole like I don't I like unrealistic viewpoint that Hollywood is is selling. Like yeah, you know what? You guys were just meant to be. It's like you know what? I actually don't have that much in common with you. I just thought you were hot when we were in high school. I was kind of hoping to bone you, but. Uh, I've been hanging out with this other chick I'm a little closer to. Like, they didn't do anything <laughs> like that, which is what I would have preferred. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, really, to tell you the truth, he's kind of, like, his character was kind of a dick anyway, so I don't really care if he found true love. Well, the movie was written by a 15-year-old, so <laughs> you should Oh, it's funny. like that, that those books about dragons? Yeah, yeah. Aragon? One of those yeah. books about um, sexy vampires? Those were written by a 15-year-old, too? Well, <laughs> I think there's several series about sexy vampires, but isn't there one series that is like, yeah, some some teenage like woman? I don't know. I want to read those. I hope the thing is like I read something like any, that on the any internet. Series one time. of books about sexy vampires. I hope were written by a teenage girl because if you're older than a teen and you're not a girl, you shouldn't be writing books about sexy vampires. <laughs> Says you. Um, do you think there's already? Uh, do you think there's any jumper slash fiction on the internet yet? You, uh, with Hayden Christensen and Billy Elliot, yeah, screwing each other in, that, that in jumper be, space. That would be gash fiction, dude. Because that uh, it would be homosexual. No, 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 slash is is uh, is homosexual. Um, I thought I that was why gash. The fuck, I know this. Yeah, I was wondering gash that. Would be like I, I've never heard the term gash, but I assume that would be referring to lesbian. Slash fiction because that, that makes way more sense actually. Now that I think about it, yeah. So if there's like a girl jumper and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they'd <laughs> yeah. be like crossover. Yeah, they'd be like, having sex with each other. Like the girl jumper jumps into Sunnydale. Yeah, and then a lot of screwing ensues. Guys, well, Spike Spike jacks jacks up. <laughs> I, I think we're turning Matt on. Yeah, please, <laughs> I'm getting a little hot and bothered. So do you think there? Do you already think there's some of that uh, jumper slash fiction out there? Oh, I think no. I I the same. Lonely fifteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old who's girl writing? Who's writing the erotic vampire fiction? She's probably up there writing. Um, yeah, some hot hot stories about jumping. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna check that out on the internet tonight. Maybe, hopefully, there will be some good some good pics, some good drawings. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like I like I like uh, I like weird drawings. So, um, <laughs> so Dan, what do you think? Uh, well, I want before we like get into like the final uh, judgments on this movie. I just want to say something about like the climax. The climax is totally weird to this movie uh, because How so. Well, there's a big fight between uh, Jumping McJumperson and that's our main character, Sam Jackson, and basically it just ends with um, him jumping Samuel L. Jackson into the middle of the Grand Canyon and being like, "See, I told you that all jumpers aren't evil," even though. Like we said, he's basically a serial bank robber. Yeah. And then he jumps away. And Sam Jackson gives this, like, oh, that sassy jumper look. I think he shakes <laughs> his head and maybe does a little clap. And I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know if we should believe that he's like, ah, well, he proved his point. I'm going to give up my quest. No, it's more of a <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, and it's sort of like, again, I sort of sympathize more with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And... We, if we really wanted, you know, Hayden Christensen to be our hero at some point, 
Sam Jackson would have had to like try and actually murder someone. Maybe yeah. he has. He he did murder people. He did. Oh yeah, he did murder one of those other jumpers. But that other jumper, as far as we know, that other jumper was a killer. Yeah, he a, could have been a, a serial killer. killer. <laughs> sure, he looked kind of. He looked kind of rough. I'd like to think so. That was the thing. Like he really, he he kept playing. Uh, Samuel Jackson's character kept playing on the idea that like only God should have the power to jump places and stuff. But um, do you think that when he was like ditched off in a cave somewhere in the Grand Canyon with like no way to get out of there? Do you think there was at least even a moment where he's like, dude, I wish some jumper came over and helped me out of this jam. I ain't waiting around. Like, do you ever think of that? Like, every, I think with those people, like the bad guys, when they realize that somebody could jump, I wonder if they're like, man, I hate waiting for this fucking subway train. <laughs> I wish I could have been like a jumper and jump to where I want to go. Sure. Jumpers, they've got a lot of extra time in their day. I think so. I and mean, I've got like a fucking like one hour commute both ways to work. Not jumpers. I could jump there. <laughs> no, they, they know about mutual funds. They they research Wait, things. They just have a lot of time. They know a lot about <laughs> oh, different things. Do you think it's like Groundhog Day? You're saying that they use their extra time to better themselves. Like they just learn about things. I'd like well, to think, think they, so. I don't even yeah. think they have normal jobs though. No. At least the two jumpers we saw in the movie That's don't have true. normal. They jobs. just bank rob. Well, here's the like. Also, we're to, we're to believe that Hayden Christensen is a better jumper because he leaves IOUs. When he robs banks. But I don't know how he's supposed to pay this money back. Because as far as we can tell, he's just outright spending the money he steals. It's not like he's like, mm. alright, I'm going to steal this money. Then I'm going to invest it in something high yield. Yep. So I'll have the money to then pay back the bank. He doesn't start up like Jumper Industries or anything. <laughs> no. no. Okay. He maybe, should though. Jumper. Maybe that's the sequel. That might be the sequel. Well, this movie actually felt like it was really setting up for a sequel. Oh, you know that's actually that's one thought I kept having. It's just like this is this is just really lame, and this is just not. I feel like they wanted to catch on, but there's nothing. I don't know who cares. Who cares about what jumping? What would you like to see in the jumper sequel? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I'd like to see more introspection and a lot less jumping. In fact, <laughs> I'd be appreciative if there's no jumping. <laughs> You'd be like my dinner with jumper. Is what you want to see. <laughs> Pretty much. Just like uh, you want more introspection, like uh, talking to Hayden Christensen. Over yeah, a yeah, exactly. Introspection, like the Ang Lee version of the Hulk movie, where exactly. he's like, most of the time he's just like, "Oh, what happened in my past? Why am I a Hulk?" <laughs> and exactly. Like, and looking at a mirror and stuff. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> jumper two. The thing I totally want is I want a fat sidekick jumper. Who uses his powers to jump into girls' locker rooms yeah. to see <laughs> naked ladies, a la the Invisible Maniac? No, this really cries out to be a 1980s TNA comedy, uh, like a yeah. Up All Night style with Dom DeLuise. I mean, I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> wait a minute, no, Dom DeLuise. I, I think he could have a race around the world. <laughs> Maybe Dom DeLuise could be in the outtakes at the end. All right, just as long as he's somewhere. Him and him and Rip Taylor. <laughs> Wee! That's a buddy movie. Um, yeah, that'd be really awesome. Now, I, but then that's the thing. Like any any time there is a superpower in a movie, I'd always like to see that superpower applied to you know taking girls' clothes off. So if it's like somebody shoots laser beams out their eyes, use those laser beams to shoot off a girl's dress. Bloop, yeah. Uh, control magnets. Use those magnets to remove a girl's dress. Things like that. So you didn't you didn't put forward what you you what you want in the sequel, Dan? Yeah, or prequel. 
<laughs> was there, buddy? <laughs> the uh, the animated prequel, <laughs> the Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh God, what would I see in the sequel? I don't know. I think that he would just start like a jumper tours. Like, um, mm. okay, there would be a group of maybe five people that he would take around and be like, um, in five seconds we will be on top of the Sphinx, and here we are. <laughs> And I don't really know anything about the Sphinx, but we're on top of it right now. And now we are on the Great Wall of China. And it's a long wall. And now we're on the moon. We can't breathe here, so let's keep it moving. I don't know. That's more of a travelogue than like I'd li- a film. I'd like yeah. to see. I'd like to see an evil alien jumper show up mm. who uses his powers for evil. <laughs> But he's an alien because he's got green skin and big eyes. What if Robin Williams was a jumper? That would be... <laughs> hey! That's a question that Doug Lyman didn't ask his uh, creative team. Uh, yeah. There would be a lot of... Uh, there'd be a lot more stock characters jumping around if Robin Williams was like... There'd be like the flamboyantly gay jumper. Exactly. And there'd be like sort of like uh, 1970s Black Panther jumper. Right. And... Uh, the incredibly old hairy comedian... Uh, <laughs> jumper. So yeah, that what was. What we're uh, saying is Robin Williams has a lot of shtick. Yeah, and he's basically. Hairy. Yeah, man. So that was uh, that was jumper. So are we ready to? Are we ready to? You know, you know, write this one yeah, off. Let's well, let's give our final judgments, and uh, I'll, for the benefit of Matt and people who may not have listened to a lot of episodes, I'll run down the categories again. This is a movie. That was a bad, bad movie, a movie that you would not recommend for any reason, a movie that was a good, bad movie, a movie that you thought was uh, bad in a funny way in some way, or a movie that you actually kind of liked. You thought there was something redeeming about it um, without irony. So, uh, Matt, I know that you only saw the last half of it. Based on that, what would you say? I don't think it's the worst movie (laughs) that I've ever seen. I just want to make that clear but uh i do think it was a bad bad movie yeah uh i feel like the ending was really lame i don't know it's just like it wasn't really funny enough didn't have like any charm to it there's no joie de vivre yeah there was no (laughs) good french dude (laughs) exactly i don't know i just didn't find like uh, any kind of uh warmth or humor i just kind of you know i just like i didn't know anything about the characters but i knew that i hated them Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just put it that way. No matter what side in the war they're on, exactly. Yeah. I and I just automatically jumpers and paladins. Yeah, I automatically took the side of Samuel L. Jackson, and he was the bad guy. And that's that was that was a bad move because he ended up losing. I think. No, I know. So if you put money on him, you'd be you'd be out. Well, you'd be out money. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And. That's the thing. I just I ended up coming at the loser in every aspect for this movie. Yeah, bad, bad movie. That's Matt Koff's vote. Yeah, I mean, I think part of that, like, I think right before you came in, we'd pause the movie and we we're like, you know, we're talking about. It. I'm like, you know what? This isn't that bad. Like, I think it's okay. Uh, I'm kind of getting into it. I'm kind of enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, I thought the character was annoying, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's interesting. And then, uh, yeah, then the rest of the movie was just kind of overly fast and boring. And, uh, yeah, it just felt like they were like, hey, uh, here's a movie. Okay, okay, okay. Now we're done. Like, yeah. there's no real conclusion there. 
So what, what my, I guess I'll have to say it's a bad, bad movie because I didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah, you have to believe that there was a full two-hour cut of Jumper somewhere that just wasn't released. In my, in my, <laughs> in my dreams and in Lou's sketch pad. Well, here's the thing. Like, I agree with our one-time co-host, our, our guest host, Lou Fernandez, who said that the first 40 minutes of Jumper were pretty entertaining. Because, you know, with all the fun that we've made of the fact that uh, Hayden Christensen's character was completely amoral and was like, you know what I'm going to do with this power is I'm going to rob a bunch of banks. Like, part of me thought that was kind of awesome. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's what you would do, Dan. Yeah, if I had no um, worries about repercussions, mm-hmm. sure. Why not rob a bunch of banks? But then after 40 minutes... After the setup, after showing the premise of like, oh, this guy's a teleporter, and and let me show you how he discovers that and what he does with it. Then as soon as the conflict comes in, it just becomes, I don't know, completely rote, and it doesn't make any sense. And I don't know why these people are after these other people, and why I need to root for one group of people over another. And every bit of dialogue is directly tied into... Uh, a plot point later on in the movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Ultimately, again, this is this is like my Dragon Wars review, where I'm just like, if you we just watch the parts that are about Dragon Wars, you might enjoy it. If you have like 40 minutes to kill before you you're meeting your buddies at the bar or something, like the first 40 minutes of Jumper comes on HBO, not the last. Yeah, you can even pass time with that. And then, as and then as Lou said, then draw the rest. Yeah, 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 just draw the adventures of Jumper. Imagine what adventures Jumper will have. What sights he will see. <laughs> so, well, let's put that... Man, up. there's three bad ones. Three three thumbs down for Jumper. Yeah. I think we gave more uh, thumbs up for the Bratz movie. Speaking of Lou, I wanted to say um, he sent me a message about Untraceable that I thought was uh, worth repeating. He was talking about um, what he wanted to see... And untraceable was well, like he was wondering what the bad bandwidth cost of having uh, thirty thousand um, come kill with me uh, audience members downloading a streaming video of the murder would cost him, and like who's funding this killer, you know? Yeah, that costs a lot of money, right? Yeah, man. I don't know the internet very well, but I would imagine that equals dollars. And then also, like, if there was another guy sharing the same server, you know, like a guy who's just like, oh, this is my. Um, Garfield fanfic site or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Jumper slash fix site. And um, and then uh, the FBI shuts down Kill With Me. And <laughs> it's just like emailing the guys like, um, what were you hosting on your site? Why did the FBI shut it down? And I thought that was a good point. Maybe a nerdy point. Maybe a point that only someone who works in sort of an IT field as Lou does yeah. would come up with. But... Uh, Worthwhile nonetheless. Yeah. So Untraceable wasn't very good, right? No, it wasn't That was a bad one. But the point is, the point that I'm trying to come up with is, uh, it's my birthday this week, Stuart. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot to get you something. Oh, my God. What did you you get me? What did Uh, you get me for my birthday? It's not, your birthday's not today, is it? Well, it is in half an hour. Okay. Um... Can we can we stop the podcast for no no okay. you got to tell me on the podcast what you got me for my birthday what, uh... okay I got you a gift certificate mm-hmm. to Sephora 
I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. That's a perfume it's, store. It's a perfume store. Oh. You can get some concealer. I want to get a signature scent. Yeah, you should get a signature scent. Actually, people, I want people to, like, without seeing me, just smell. Yeah, like a musk. Like, oh, dad's coming. Yeah, Down like a, like a pheromone musk. Yeah. Metcalf. Uh, did I get you something? Yeah, let's, let's uh, have it out on the air. Well... I, I'm a guy who likes to keep my cards close to my face, so uh, I'm not going to say. Sure. I may have gotten you something, but I probably didn't. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say right in front of uh, all uh, 100-something of our podcast listeners. Sure. I don't believe either of you got me anything for my birthday. But I'm going to throw uh, it out. I'm going to throw it out to the podcast people. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm currently accepting gifts from you guys, and I, I don't want. I, I'll, I'll be frank. I don't want you to spend any money on me. I don't want you to spend any money on me, podcast right. audience. But you need them to. No, I don't. <laughs> I, whatever you can send to me via the medium of the Flophouse Podcast at Gmail dot com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it like an envelope of uh, if like you, chest hair. <laughs> No, that well, <laughs> you can't send an yeah, envelope of chest hair over you the internet. Wait, you can't do that through email. The Flophouse no, Podcast no, no. at gmail dot com. Okay. However, what about as an attachment? Well, as an attachment, if like if the if anyone if any listener to the Flophouse wants to send me like a poem, okay, or a, a short story, or you could photograph like a, your chest hair. What about a scarf? A, <laughs> yes. Well, if they want to digitize, if they want to scan a scarf. Okay, and send it to me as a, as a JPEG. That would be a lot of help to you. Yeah, I well, I could well, I could look at the design and maybe knit my own based on that. Would it, would it turn into a scarf like a scarf from the Money for Nothing video from by Dire Straits, like a weird like computerized scarf that you can yes, put around your neck? Definitely, I have that power. Um, you just really want anything a gift. anything that could be as an attachment. Uh, nude photos, okay. Nude photos of yourself. Yeah, I can do or that. others. I encourage you to send. I, I promise not to post them on the web, hmm. but uh, would appreciate them. What if there was an accompanying note that said that you should post them on the web? Well, if if the if I nah, if there was a demand for it, a demand. Okay, sure. Maybe I think I would have to set up another domain. I don't want to turn the flophousepodcast.blogspot.com into a porn site per se. <laughs> per se, <laughs> sure. I mean, there is a there is. A photo of former Flophouse co-host Simon Fisher in a very small bathing suit on the website. Suggestive, yeah, that was suggestive. Uh, yeah. What's the URL for that? <laughs> the Flophouse Podcast. All right. Uh, dot blogspot.com. I'm going to check that out. But, um, Wait, yeah, I promise any nude photos will be kept private. Do we forget a part of this thing? Or are we? Are we <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just taking us into uncharted waters. This <laughs> nice. is a new segment. I'm scared, Dan. This is a new segment called Dan Demands Some Recognition for His Birthday. Okay. So there you go. So send attachments. Send attachments of not viruses, please. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> please, not viruses. But, um, yeah. So it's a shameless uh, demand. Oh, with that out of the way. Uh, yeah, really? God. So Dan, um, you like movies, right? You watch movies every once in a while. Sure, I, okay. I'm familiar so, with them. Yeah, we just got done watching a movie you didn't like that much. Mm, what was that movie called? Jumper. Uh, Jumper. Um, I don't recall that. Yeah, it's probably better. Uh, but with that in mind, 
um, you know, the movie you didn't just watch. Mm. Have you watched any movies lately that you do like? I did watch a movie lately that I enjoyed. I watched actually several movies lately that I enjoyed, but I'll keep it to just one. Yeah, keep it short. Uh, I watched a film called P2. Okay. Which is short, I believe, for Parking 2. Okay. Uh, it's a movie. Well, I'm glad they didn't call it Parking 2 because I no, wouldn't. P2. It's too long. Two, Nobody two gets characters. It. Pretty pithy. It was a movie that did not get a lot of good reviews other than um, Roger Ebert actually gave it a fairly good review and so did the New York Times. But in general, it got ignored. But it's a good thriller. It was um, co-written by uh, Alexandra Aha, who did uh, High Tension. Yeah. And I believe he produced it as well. And it stars uh, Rachel Nichols and uh, Wes Bentley, who you may remember as the uh, guy who videotaped the, the plastic bag in American Beauty. And it's a movie about uh, a workaholic who, uh, on Christmas Eve, she gets locked, basically, in the parking garage of her building and is terrorized by the parking attendant who was obsessed with her and in love with her. It's kind of like the Scrooge story, right? <laughs> it's exactly yeah. like... It's also like um, the best Christmas pageant ever. It's the same Oh, thing, no kidding. Basically, is that story. <laughs> Aside from the fact that it has Rachel Nichols in a um, slip throughout most of the movie, and she's a, she's an attractive What's What's a slip? Um, it's an under thing. It's like a nightgown? It's a nightgown. It's a thing that women wear underneath. Beneath their outer clothes, sometimes. Oh, okay. I don't know. I know the, I'll uh, check this out. I'm not familiar with this concept. No, I'm not. But I liked it because one thing about it is it is sort of past like the Die Hard test, where you know, like one of the good things about Die Hard is um, Bruce Willis's character doesn't try and take out the terrorists until all the other sort of avenues are closed to him. And this movie does a good, like, thriller construction job of saying, like, basically there's nothing else that she can do. She has to deal with this guy, and this is why she's trapped, and it, it all makes sense. But also, um, like another B-movie that I enjoyed, uh, Red Eye, not, not, you know, not a great movie, but, a, like, a really solid B-movie. It has a female protagonist who's, like, this, like, super competent, like, woman executive who does everything right and that okay. makes the thriller that much better because you're you're never like why is this character doing this thing that doesn't make any sense you know like she does everything that you think someone should do in that situation and still like the, the screws are turned on her so yeah i just felt in good. red eye i just felt bad for the bad guy like because yeah, he Murphy. just kept getting his ass kicked <laughs> yeah like from like five minutes in like it's just bad for him yeah that was kind of funny though. That's like, that's what another West Craven. That's like what I liked about the original Scream was just like okay. how the uh, the killer in that movie just kept sort of getting like knocked on his ass. Yeah, CGI plants hit him in the crotch and stuff. Sure, I think he swung from uh, vines with CGI through, through the jungle. Sure. Um, so Matt, have you seen any good movies lately? Well, uh, my Netflix queue has been taken up the past few months by one big movie well not really a movie a documentary uh the new york documentary by rick burns okay and uh i enjoy it a lot i just got through the part about robert moses and his title one project how they kind of ripped through new york building um you know tearing down slums and displacing people from communities it's kind of a downer actually but uh 
Yeah, no, it was very interesting. And now, now the next disc is, is going to be about uh, September 11th, which is that they actually did. The, the main documentary was done in 1999. They did the eighth part after that. So, <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're making me sad. Remember 9 uh. <laughs> <laughs> 11? Yeah, they, apparently they show bodies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Falling. Uh, I don't know, anyway, no, I don't have. I, I realized have, halfway through that description, I, I didn't have anything the funny. Concept of a recommendation. No, no, but I mean, it's really interesting. I, I really like this documentary. It's not by Ken Burns. It's by Rick Burns, who I think is his brother or something. Yeah. Um, My only yeah. experience it's by was, Rick Ocasek. Yeah, yeah. Cars. My only real experience with uh, September 11th is. Uh, the uh, is like the comic book cover of Captain America crying silhouetted above the uh, the two towers. Yeah, like yeah, burning or something. Wasn't wasn't uh, it was really moving. That's how I remember it. Wasn't uh, Doctor Doom that. crying too? Probably. I mean, if I was Doctor Doom, I would cry. My friend, uh, my friend Dave uh, Fox has a good bit about like that. He's like, yeah, Doctor Doom was crying in this September eleventh comic and he's like you're you're dr doom your aim is to kill everyone why are you is it but like maybe he had some friends in like the latvian embassy in yeah, the world trade center that's probably what happened like latvian 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 is an latvia is an actual latvia okay. is not that wait didn't ultra i don't know i don't want to talk why don't you just recommend okay. something rather than alienating the audience yeah really. okay jesus i want to recommend the movie stuck it's uh the most recent Stuart gordon movie director of oh. reanimator uh, it's currently in theaters, and it is about a, a guy who is uh, recently uh, becomes homeless, played by Stephen Rea. Rea, I can't remember. Rea, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he gets hit uh, by Mina Suvari's car. Mina Suvari, who has very nice uh, like braids in the movie, cornrows. Cornrows, thank cornrows. you. Cornrows. And uh, she hits him with her car, and he gets stuck in her windshield, and she gets scared, so she parks her car in her garage and leaves him there pretty much to die. And that's when the fun begins! Whoa! Uh, hey. But it's, like like all Stuart Gordon movies, it's uh, really like it's really good at making you feel uncomfortable about like the gore and the violence. And it's also, you know, kind of funny. It's darkly humorous. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it's good. I totally recommend it. Hooray! Yeah. Woo! So, uh, well, that's, I guess, you know, I want to, before we go, I want to say that It's people, your birthday again? You want to bring that up? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes till your birthday. Because I actually don't want to bring it up. Oh, okay. Because oh. I'm aging. But Sure. Uh, well, we all are. We're all Asian, eh, Yeah, but I only care about myself, Matt. That's what right. you got to understand about me. Right. But what I did want to say like is that... You're like a jumper. Yeah. I I wish I could jump back. You can't, they can't do that in the movie. They can yeah. just jump through um, through space. So what, what did you want to talk about, dude? I did want to say that people should go to um, the flophousepodcast.blogspot.com and um, they should... Uh, I put up a video version of one of the previous movie minutes... Um, you can also see Elliot uh, in another appearance on the Daily Show. So there's all there's always oh, interesting wow. things to hey. see on the website. And if you have 
anything else you want to say to us, not just gifts from me, you can send it to the Flophouse Podcast at gmail.com. And maybe we'll answer any questions or concerns on the show. Uh, we probably will, dude. Yeah, we don't, we've got a lot of time to fill. Yeah. So um, I just want to say thank you to Matt for coming in um, unexpectedly. You know, like we called him like an hour before he showed up yeah. uh, to come in and see the last half of a movie. That and, wasn't very good. <laughs> and talk about it. Hooray, Matt! Yeah. Oh, by the way, I had a question for you. Where, where did you get the name for this podcast? That's true. Matt Koff is That's responsible right. for the name of this co- this podcast. What Jumper? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> this I podcast call... called Jumper. No, the <laughs> oh, Flop House. He came oh, up with the title of the awesome. Flop House. That's right. Good this job, guy man. over here. Well, this Flop House. So if you wanted to, you get you get some of our uh, our profits. If you wanted to put a voice with the name, you've done it tonight. (laughs) So uh, for the Flophouse, I want to say I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm guest host Matt Koff. Good night, everybody. Bye. Oh yay. So didn't Ultron kill everybody in Latveria or something? Put mine over here. Yeah, let's get started. Start Dan's shit. looking let's tired. Start. Yeah, Dan is looking tired. Dan's looking 30. Oh my god. Almost 30. Almost What's 30. What's it feel like? Does it burn? I think that's what the podcast should be about, because I have nothing to say about Jumper. Do your bones creak when you move? <laughs> Shut the fuck up.